are not two sparrows sold for a small coin, yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted. These words of our gospel today express a special kind of relationship that our loving God desires with each one of us, my dear fellow sparrows. Now, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know is a song that, uh, that tells us we can be confident in Jesus' love and friendship. But we tend to think of God the Father in a different way. Can the almighty creator of the entire universe also be my friend? We usually think that it's better not to get too close to him, hmm? He's the one we want to keep from knowing too much about who we are, isn't he? And how does the Holy Spirit fit in? Thinking about our uh, relationship with God gets complicated, but we ought to think about it as one relationship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. After all, What's spoken to the Son, the Father knows. And what's spoken to the Spirit is known by the Son. And it shouldn't be a distant or ominous or threatening relationship, but rather a close and loving friendship. Because our God genuinely desires a friendship with us and we should continually seek a closer friendship with God. God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now it might be an oversimplification, but there are, I think, two types of friendships. The first is a kind of friendship I call a 911 friendship. Has anyone here ever made a 911 call? A 911 call is the kind of call you make when you need help, right? when you have an emergency or, or when you're in some kind of distress. Many friendships, it seems to me, are, are based on that same sort of relationship. Whether it's a friend or a neighbor or even a relative, these friends only come to you when they need something. Hmm? We all have friends like that, don't we? You don't hear from them for weeks or months or even years, and then there they are on the phone or on your doorstep. Very often they start out asking how you've been, how's the family, what have you been doing? But then quite quickly they, uh, they come to, uh, to what they really came for, the, the, the real reason for their visit. Uh, say, uh, uh, I've got a problem. I'm wondering if you can help me out. The reasons are always very different, and, and often they're not overly demanding. Instances of friends or acquaintances who have asked for your help, the good ones and the bad ones, uh, are probably running through your mind right now. Now, I want to be very clear, there's nothing wrong with this kind of friendship. 
We all need each other's help from time to time, and, and we should always be willing in a spirit of friendship not only to help others graciously and generously, but to accept help from them when we need it. There is an unspoken set of social rules, even among non-Christian people, that in a spirit of friendship we ought to, in fact, we're even obligated to help whenever a 911 friendship call comes in. But we don't kid ourselves about the depth of the relationship with the caller, do we? I want to contrast that sort of friendship with what's more properly called friendship. Aristotle, great man, described true friendship as something that can only be created and sustained if friends spend a great deal of exclusive quality time together. That's worth repeating, don't you think? It's sustained if friends spend a great deal of exclusive quality time together. Some friendships like that are formed by bonds of common experience or by close conversations that, that form a, a bond of trust. Not everyone is blessed to have that sort of friendship in their lives. And the lack of that sort of closeness and trust is the cause of great loneliness and anxiety in our culture and in our world. I hope everyone here has at least one friend with whom they have that sort of close personal bond. Today our gospel tells us that our loving God cares about us deeply. It's telling us that even if we don't have a close enough relationship to recognize how much God truly loves us, even if we only pick up the phone to call when it's an emergency, our gospel is telling us that whether we address the Father or the Son or the Holy Spirit, that our God is faithful. He is ever faithful to answer the call. Jesus wants to make that absolutely clear to us. God is always, always there when we need him. Jesus is also telling us that in union with the Father and the Spirit, he desires a deeper, more sincere relationship, a friendship that is deeper and more meaningful than an emergency call. I think our readings today ask us to pause and reflect on what kind of friendship each of us has with God our Father and Jesus our Savior. Are you a devoted friend or only a 911 friend? When our lives begin to burn out of control, is it then and only then that we dial the emergency number? Is it then and only then that we call for Jesus, the firefighter, to put out the flames? Hi, how are you? (laughs) 
There's a very popular song on the radio these days that vividly speaks about this kind of relationship. The singer seems even embarrassed about his lack of faith. Here are the words of the singer, and, and please forgive the language and my poor rendition. I only talk to God when I need a favor, and I only pray when I ain't got a prayer. Who the hell am I, who the hell am I to expect a savior? If I only talk to God when I need a favor. And then it concludes the chorus with the reality. But God, I need a favor. If we choose to journey through life only seeking God's help when we stumble, we know with confidence that his constant and steadfast love is there for us. He will always hear us call out to him, and he will always be there to help us to get up again when we've fallen. This is God's promise of faithfulness to us, even when we don't remain faithful to him. And yet our Savior tells us through the scriptures, through the teachings of the church, and, and, and through the longing of our hearts that our relationship to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit is meant to be more than that. Our loving God invites us. He invites us to have a much closer relationship with him. He invites us to have a genuine and intimate friendship. He invites us to tell him of our joys, our worries, our sadness, just as we would speak to our closest friend and to know that the deepest and most intimate secrets of our heart will never be betrayed. Do you know this friendship, my dear friends in Christ? Do you seek it? That's what prayer is for, isn't it? And this seeking for intimate friendship with God himself, this quiet consolation of both hearing and being heard is a great blessing that we only seem to enjoy for brief and fleeting moments. Nevertheless, we're constantly invited God constantly encourages us to come closer. And what's more, God has provided us with the means to grow and sustain a close friendship with him. Are you aware of that? He has provided us and continues to provide us with every grace and blessing we need to continue in prayer and friendship with God who loves us so much. My friends here at St. Max, I count you truly among my friends for many reasons, but especially because we share a common friend, don't we? Jesus is our common friend who we all in the depth of our hearts want to know more deeply. 
our common friend who we spend quality time with regularly, right here in this place. Our common friend who has provided us with food to strengthen us for our journey through life. We can take comfort in the knowledge that God is very used to 911 calls and that he always responds. Even if the answer to our prayers for assistance or help are not, are not always answered according to our schedule or answered according to our expectations. But during this coming week, it's my hope that you will listen for God's invitation to a closer friendship with him. But how do we respond to his invitation? What do we say? What do we do? I want to leave you with the final thought about a place to start or a place to continue in your relationship with him. A really simple place to start. During his life, Archbishop Flynn, uh, long dead now, uh, I'm not sure how many of you even remember him. But Archbishop Flynn had a persistent and fervent prayer. A prayer that he would simply repeat again and again. Throughout his day, he would repeat the same simple phrase. Come, Lord Jesus. It's my hope for you that often during this coming week, if only for this coming week, that you will not only talk to God when you need a favor, but that you will invite him and that you will take time to pray for a deeper awareness of the depth of the love and friendship God has for you. And that you will perhaps repeat the simple words of Archbishop Flynn to make that prayer. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus.